Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about news, reviews and good start guides and words from PSU.com. Just go check out PSU.com. They're all there. All of the words and sentences and letters. They're, all of them are over on that website. Go check out PSU.com. And joining me as always is Gary. Hey Gary. Hello. How are you, Ben? Uh, well, I, I butchered that intro. We were talking just fine and then I started the recording. I'm like, ah! Ah. Well, what do you mean? What happened? What'd you do? Well, you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. What What did you do? I, I don't know. Not say words in a sentence? <laughs> ben, you always <laughs> say the perfect amount of words. Yay. How are you doing today? I'm all right, man. I'm okay. I could be better. But I'm okay. Nice. I mean, that means... Never mind. Good to hear you're okay, though. Uh, what have you been up yeah, to this thank week? You. Uh, what have I been up to? I've been uh, playing some Resident Evil 4 Remake. Um, nice. Enjoying that. Um, trying to do guides for it before I have to go on a trip. Um, <laughs> uh, so obviously I'm not going to have all the guides done for it. I'm probably not even going to finish the game, but I'll, I'll have a few chapters of collectible guides, hopefully ready um, to go. Uh, but outside of that, um, I can't play Diablo 4 because I'm stuck with Resident Evil 4 right now. <laughs> I want to play Diablo 4, but I think from the last beta, I've already gotten a sense of how much I'm enjoying it, so there's really no need for me you, to play. You not played Necromancer then? No, not yet. Okay, well, uh, all I need to know. You... Uh, you, you showed me everything I need to know about the Necromancer. As long as I get the skeleton army, I'm pretty much set in that game. So, <laughs> uh, uh, you can have even more. I've got plus four from my legendary now, so you got plus four skeletons on top of your nice. skeletons plus skeleton mages are plus a golem. I, Sorry, I think well. in in three you can get up to eight skeletons. Well, um, you got more than nine. This, a lot more. Also, eight eight is all I needed in in three. Like I never used anything else. Like that, it's like the first thing you get is the skeleton army. That's all I ever used. Nothing else. Nothing. Else but it matters. takes you a while to get that in this because you have to get some other abilities first. The skeleton army. Well, you get so you get yeah you, you I think you get the you can get the basic skeleton army straight away, but the mages and stuff like that you have to you have to level up to unlock the rest. Like you unlock the reapers, yeah. you unlock defenders, you unlock ice mages. Oh yeah, the, none none of those matter to me. I, yeah. It's just the normal regular skeleton army with the sword and shield, and I'm good to go. And I turned <laughs> them all into reapers when I got high enough. Nice. But now they're so overpowered in this that um, let's just say. I was streaming. I was, I joined a friend's stream last night. Mioni, go check them out on Twitch.tv. Um, and we decided to see how overpowered we were. And we pulled one of the dungeon bosses. Now you have to hit it once because to, you know, actually have the, and you know, your skeletons attack. You have to hit the enemy once. Okay. Mm -hmm. We hit them once. And then I went AFK to cook dinner. And he went AFK on stream. And then we came back five minutes later and we had taken no damage and our skeletons had killed the boss. Yep. Amazing, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Necromancer um, since Diablo 2. Unstoppable, man. 
And then if you get the legendary, which I'm expecting to be nerfed, um, basically you have corpse explosion as an ability you have, but there's also a, a ability called blood mist. Uh, blood mist just causes everything to die, but you can get an exotic, uh, well, a legendary that has a corpse explo explosion affix. So when someone dies to blood mist, it causes them to corpse explode. But when corpse explode happens, it recharges blood mist by 2.9 seconds. So you can just, and then you can also say it so that corpse explode chains. So you can say it so that you hit one enemy, kill it, and then it explodes, and then everything around you explodes. And then, then, then because they've exploded, it reset blood mist. So you can just press it again, and everything explodes. You, you just press square to win. Perfection. <laughs> you need no other button but square. Yeah. Or whatever that's button how you put it was, on. So. Mine was square. So. Yeah, I <laughs> beat the world boss with a level 25 necromancer on the first pop. So that, that was quite a grind to get to 25 that fast. Um. But yeah, no, I, I had fun. Hopefully you'll, we'll get to play together when it comes out in June. Yeah. I think it's June. Cause well, it's going to be I'm hard because, gonna... you know, Final Fantasy 16. Ugh. Yeah, we'll see which looks amazing. We'll, we'll talk about that later, probably. Yeah. Um, and joining us is Alfonso. Hey, Alfonso. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, sorry for last week. First, let me say, I did listen to last week's episode. The highlight of the episode was Ben comparing Dragon Ball Z to Resident Evil 4. I could not stop laughing with that analogy. It was too damn funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the reason why I cut out last week, uh, Shannon's now said I'm able to say we are pregnant. Yes, Shannon's pregnant. She had an incident where she Yay. passed out. But she is Not fine. Good. The baby is fine. So I said, yeah, that's why I had to cut out. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but but um, before I go to you, Ben. Before I go to you, before I ask you, Ben. Gary, can you let the listeners know what name shall I name my child if I have a boy or girl? Yeah, if it's a boy, Gary, obviously. If it's a girl, Garita. Oh Perfect. my God! I, yo, when Gary told me this, <laughs> I could not stop laughing. Like, seriously, but Ben, your name? Okay. I, I'm not going to say my name yet, but I thought I was going to say you were going to say Garriette for some reason. <laughs> that works too. That works too. There's no problem here. I can't believe this. We know, we know. Um, um, I don't know. Steve, if it's a boy. <laughs> you couldn't have picked. A worse name. <laughs> um, I mean, it's very hard because I have multiple names in my name, so I don't want to name myself after me. But a lot of the, I've got so many names. <laughs> um, uh, and if it's a girl, um, you know what? I've always liked Danielle. Dan Danielle for a girl. I think we've offended Afonso with those names. I mean, 
I, you know, it's not only me that I have to choose. So he's never gonna take our 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 names seriously. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I will put it for consideration. Trust me, I will. But I already know Shane's gonna say no. Why not? <laughs> Convince her. Uh, well, I mean, uh, fine. I can pull a Gary. You can name it Benjamin. Uh-huh. <laughs> or Jamin. Jamin works too. <laughs> I mean, that that could pass. I'm going to tell you why. Because Shannon Shannon did mention that since she's half Jamaican, I'm half Spanish, she wanted our children to have either some type of Caribbean or, or Spanish name. And Jamin kind of sounds Caribbean, so that, that could pass. <laughs> Yay! That's part of my name. <laughs> You do know I'm going to make fun of him all the time, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I just want to say congratulations, though, and whatever you do name it, I'm sure it'll be lovely. I appreciate the kind words, Ben. You didn't appreciate it. Unless it's Steve. (laughs) Please don't pick Steve. I know I I suggested Steve, but still, (laughs) still don't pick it. (laughs) <laughs> unless it grows unless you plan to make him grow up as Captain America in which case fine <laughs> so what have you been up to this week and yeah uh, besides that uh, I saw John Wick 4 which I love um, I was playing Ben 10 Power Trip PS5, which is an easy plot. I played him today, started Thursday, but it's like super buggy. Um, like anytime it does autosave, it just lags and close out. Um, I didn't even realize that I was getting the platinum. Uh, it's, it's that easy because as you're going through, you know, the story, you just see all the collectibles on the way. And by the time I knew it, like I was almost done. So. I just end up platinum it, so I'm going to do the PS4 version. The PS4 version, for some reason, takes a little longer because of you needing this uh, the combat challenges. You have to do them in order to get certain upgrades. Where the PS5, you don't need to do the combat challenges, and they said the combat challenges takes 30 to 45 minutes to complete fully to get the upgrade. So I'm not gonna rush into it like I did with PS5, but yeah, started this so far this weekend. That's pretty cool. I'm trying to find a site where I can... I love PSU, but I don't think we've covered most of the Pharmacy 16 news that's popped up recently. Um, no, because it came up over the weekend. We don't have anybody Yeah, on we don't really do much over the weekends. Um, so I'll, I'll keep an eye on that. Uh, but talking about news, I feel like I predicted some of this. At least, well... I can't remember if I predicted I just knew... I, I guessed what would happen. Uh, Sonic Origin Plus has been confirmed. There's a new version of Sonic Origins. Uh, available for physical edition for $39 if you want a physical edition. I think this is the first time Sonic Origins has been sold physically. Um, but also if you own it, you can pay $9.99 for an upgrade. Uh, there's even the, the, the premium physical comes with an art book and an alternate cover for the case. Um, but I think this is what I predicted. Amy Rose will be now be playable in Sonic the Hedgehog 1, 2, 3 and Sonic CD. Um, a first, a first, yeah, a first for Amy to be actually playable in the games. 
Um, and Knuckles will be available as, in Sonic CD, um, which is kind of nice. It'd be interesting to see what happens with Sonic CD because Amy gets kidnapped in Sonic CD. Um, hopefully they just swap um, sprite change and have Sonic get kidnapped. I think that'd be hilarious. Um, Alfonso. Um, nice that she's finally playable. Do I care for her as a character? No, because she's super clingy and annoying towards Sonic. And yeah, that just rubs me the wrong way. Um, will I upgrade? Most likely. Will I upgrade right in, right now? Like, as it gets closer? No, because why? <laughs> the big example for everything throughout this year, I have a kid on the way, and my priorities are now changed. So, yeah, this kid ruined everything. But it is what it, it also is. has 12 Sega Game Gear games. Um, pretty nice. So there's that. Yeah. Um, but it also comes out in June, which is when everything ever exists will come out. <laughs> so there's yeah, that that's well. a back month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kid or not, nobody has money in June because of all the games. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, Gary. Uh, yay, Sonic. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it's nice that they're adding more to what they've already released. I do feel yeah. it's kind of it's kind of unfair for the people who bought the original Sonic Origins because now they have to pay extra to get all this stuff. Um, but you know, obviously, the value is there when you're getting so many Game Gear games. Um, and as we all know, Game Gear was like the worst handheld ever made, almost with its hey, battery life. I loved life, my so... Game Gear. No, like the Game Gear was great, but you can like get through one level of Sonic before the batteries die. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, the Game Gear was good. It's just the battery life was so bad on it that, and the screen was so hard to see sometimes. You had to angle it like yeah. perfectly, but um, no, it's nice but... that these that these Game Gear games are coming out. But you were the cool um, kid in school if you brought Game Gear with the TV adapter. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, At least in the UK, where you could watch TV on move with it. It was like, wow, that's amazing. Sorry, carry on. No, no, it's fine. So, yeah, the Game Gear gears are great. I think I, I know a lot of people are concerned about the physical release. Because they don't, they're, they're looking at it as like, uh, how can I put this? Uh, a lot of them are worried that it's the, the Sonic Origins games are going to be on disc, but the Game Gear games are just going to be a voucher. They're not going to be on the disc. So that's a big thing going around right now from what I've seen online of people looking at this. It's like, do we really want to buy this physically if these games aren't even going to be on the disc? Um... So yeah, uh, as far as uh, what was it, Amy, Amy Rose? Uh, yes, name? Amy Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I don't even know how she would play in these two D game, uh, especially since she wasn't playable originally in these games. Um. I mean, from it, it looks like she just jumps and uh, she spins with a hammer, like the quick shield in Sonic. Okay. Um. Well, I guess that's fun. I mean, if, like, did people really want to play as Amy Rolls? Like, was that like a demanded feature or something? Um, but 
good for Sonic fans, I guess. I personally don't don't care. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy she's playable just because she's been a character in the series for so long, and she hasn't really yeah. had a playable experience in many of the ge- main ge- main games for a long time. So, well, has this... have all the other characters been playable? Like like the, so... the big fat cat dude has he been playable? I mean, he didn't get it till Sonic Adventure Two, but Amy has been in since Sonic CD, which was the game that came out between Sonic Two and Three. So, uh, she was in Sonic the Hedgehog CD, Sonic Drift. I think she was playable in that, actually. Um, that was a card game. Card game. Na- Knuckles Chaotix, she was a cameo. I'm looking at online right now. Uh, she was playable in Sonic the Fighters. Uh, I don't know if... She, uh, she was in Sonic Jam. Uh, she was playable... So, yeah, really, Sonic Adventure was her first main game. That was she's playable in. Yeah, she'd been in the, in the series since Sonic CD, which was out in what? Let's have a look. Nineteen ninety three. So it took until Sonic Adventure, which was nineteen ninety eight. I think it was. Let me click. I'm hoping I'm right. Ninety yes, nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety nine for us. Look at you. Um. So some yeah. So it'd been five years before she was actually playable in anything. I mean, she's playable in a lot of things now, but, you know, it's nice to see them adding it to the old games. As I said, the, uh, all she did in Sonic the Hedgehog CD was get kidnapped, so. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm excited. Uh, what I'm not excited about is it looks like we're getting some games game removed from PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium. Um, Naruto, Super in Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. Wonderful 101 Remastered, which I didn't even know was on there. Uh, the Kaguya Effect, Overdosed. Gabucci, Too Dark, Cross Your Sigma, and Marvel, Marvel, Puzzle Cost, Marvel Puzzle Quest Dark Rain. Uh, these will be leaving at the end of April. Um, as I said, I didn't even know Wonderful 101 was on here. Gary. Yeah, um... It sucks that games are leaving. Um, I hate when games leave a service, um, but I think it's also one of those things where it's kind of predictable when when they launch the PS Plus. They'll add games, they'll take games off. It's just like PlayStation Now was, and just how uh, Game Pass is. I think Nintendo's the only one that's not removing games from their online um, retro store or whatever that thing is called. Um, I mean... Naruto makes sense since they announced a new Naruto compilation coming out. Um, I would assume that they would have taken that off closer to launch rather well, than now. Not, it's not a compilation from what people have seen. It's more of a because it has its own campaign. It's not a, it's not the old games put together. It has a completely different campaign than the original game. Oh, really? Yeah. It just follows the beats of the original game because it follows the storyline sort of thing in the original Naruto. Like they'll be doing the same scenes, but it's not going to be exactly. It's they're not pulling. It's not just going to be the old game stuck together. So. Oh my bad! I had no idea. Well, that's the thing. Nobody had an idea because it looks very confusing from what how they worded it. <laughs> yeah, they seem to word things the same a lot. Um, well, that's great to great news. 
would from say. what people can tell, it's like the new, yeah, like when they remade the um, JoJo. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're going into it like that rather than just putting them all together. Okay. Well, nice. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as the other games, uh, 100, 101, or Wonderful 101, um, it got a Kickstarter remaster, I believe it was. Um, they kickstarted that remaster because um, people demanded that that game. They demanded a sequel, so they released this remaster. And guess what? People didn't buy it. All the people who demanded that they re-release it, I believe it was Capcom that owns the rights to that. Um, yeah, um, it just shows that the minority once again is louder than the majority because they gave them technically a, a bit of what they wanted. They said if this sells good, they'll look at a sequel. And guess what? It didn't sell good. Um, so that's a shame. And now people don't even want to play it for free when it was on PlayStation Plus because you didn't know about it. I didn't know about it. So many people probably didn't know about it. Um, yeah, I mean. It's a shame that these games are leaving, but it's kind of a predictable thing. Wow. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm play, looking at the sales. Right? <laughs> Nintendo shipped 30,000 copies for the game's launch in Japan. Mm-hmm. It sold 5,000. Of the remaster? Uh, yeah. Or the Yeah, because the original, I think, came out on the GameCube. Yeah, or was it the uh, Wii? I don't remember now. Yeah, the remaster, I think it was, they sold 5,258, but ended up selling 27,000 copies. Uh, and the, no, this has got to be old. That's got to be old. Yeah, that's old. That's the first copy. I don't know where the details of the remaster. Yeah, that's the original. Okay. That's even worse then. <laughs> you can see why they never made a sequel. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of sad. I mean, the same thing happened with Beautiful Joe. Everybody keeps talking about how much they want that, mm-hmm. and they'll have the same issues. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> it can be as stylish and unique as you want it to be, but all that really matters is how many people are buying your game. Unfortunately, if people don't understand that, they're living in a weird world. doesn't matter how good or how beautiful or unique your game is. If it's not selling, it's not getting the sequel. Yeah. Alfonso. Yeah, it sucks. Um, nobody likes to see games move from the service. Like Gary said, Xbox and PlayStation does it the most. Um, most of the games on this list, I dabble in it once. Besides Naruto, I put the most time in Naruto uh, Ninja Storm 4. Gary make, what Gary's saying also makes sense. You would think they would have put it closer to launch of the new one, even though the new one is totally different from the other Storm games. But yeah, no one likes to see games leave. Like, I, I hate seeing that, especially big AAA games. I remember in the past when they added Horizon and Spider-Man and they pulled it off, and yes, things like that, yeah, it, it sucks, but according to Sony and Microsoft, you know, it's just rotation. They put games in, they stay on for a couple of months. They pull out to put new games. 
And sometimes they even see their own numbers and they see most of the times people don't even download the game they put. So why keep it on the service? Mm. Yeah, none of us knew it existed and we play video games a lot, so. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, talking about games being pulled from a service, you know, let's be controversial. I know, you know us. Redfall. Microsoft responds to Redfall PS5 report so it hasn't pulled any games from PlayStation, supposedly. None of them, none of them, none of them have been pulled, supposedly. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, we haven't pulled any games from PlayStation. In fact, we've expanded our footprint of games that we've shipped on PlayStation since our acquisition of Zenimax. And the first two games we shipped out to work... You, you didn't make those games, Microsoft. They've already been made, but okay, whatever. We did the same thing since after closing the Minecraft as we extended the reach of that franchise because that's Minecraft. Uh, all of the games that are available on PlayStation when we acquired Zenimax in March 2021 are still available on PlayStation. Yes, you're right. And we'll continue to content updates on PlayStation and PC. Correct. We've always said that future decisions on whether to distribute Zenimax games off consoles will be made on a case-by-case basis, which means they're not going to be, probably. Gary. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think this is, we kind of talked about this when we talked about Starfield, right? When we said that if, if people didn't believe Starfield was in development for PlayStation 5, just because it wasn't announced, doesn't mean it wasn't in development. Um, and same thing here, just because Redfall wasn't announced at the time, doesn't mean it wasn't in development. Um, so yeah, this this just again goes back to, in my opinion, Phil Spencer pretty much lying. Um, I don't know how other ways you can put this, spinning his words, saying one thing and the, like this. This to me just shows you that people at Bethesda aren't really happy with this acquisition. If the head guy of one of your studios, Arcane Studios, which is owned by Bethesda, comes out and says this. You know he's not happy. He can't be happy. Because this is now, you know, they're making a game that's coming to Xbox only and PC, but it's also coming to Game Pass. And what this is going to do, they know the game financially is going to bomb, sale-wise. We all know this. Every Xbox game, if it's on Game Pass, it's not going to sell. Uh, games barely sell on Xbox, even if they're not on Game Pass. If they're multi-platform, at least. Um... This is going to affect the team. It's going to affect their bonuses, depending on how many sales they get from the game. Uh, it's going to affect a lot of stuff. Um, and and clearly, he came out and said this. You know, I'm pretty sure he he was told not to talk about the PS5 version of the game if it ever was. Um, and he still came out and said it. It was in development. He straight up says Microsoft came in, bought us, and completely told us to not work on the PS5 version anymore. We're only Xbox and Game Pass. Um, so yeah, Microsoft keeps saying they want all their games, you know, that they, they want to expand, uh, and make games available for more people. And yet here they are taking games away from people. And of course their argument is always going to be, our games will be available on every platform that has Xbox game pass. That that's literally what their answer is to this. Um, so yeah, if PlayStation had a game pass, they would get Redfall. Uh, and they will lose a lot of money. PlayStation doesn't want to lose money. Um, 
and they know they lose money. Well, let's be honest. If Game Pass was on PlayStation, and say Final Fantasy 16 was coming out on Xbox and it was on Game Pass, they would lose money. Sony would lose money of people buying the PS5 version of that game because they'll be playing it on Game Pass. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't see Game Pass on the Switch either, do you? I think Nintendo is kind of smart about that too. They kind of know that it's not going to make money for them. I don't know. It's I feel only... like Game Pass on the Switch is more likely. It's likely. It is more likely because they'd be able to play these types of games by streaming them through the Switch. Because obviously the Switch is not going to be able to run these games. Um, by streaming it, sure. But when it comes to, say, if the Switch 2 is coming out, I think it's less likely that Nintendo will put Game Pass on Oh yeah, Switch, Switch 2 less likely, but the original Switch more likely because mm-hmm. most of the games can't run there anyway. Yeah. Um... But we still haven't seen it. Why haven't we seen it yet? You know, they they released some Xbox exclusive games only on the Switch, like Ori in the Blind Forest. Um, they released that on the Switch for whatever deal that was. I don't really know what the deal was. They have exclusive stuff for the Switch with Minecraft, with Mario characters. They're only available on the Switch version. Um, but you'll notice... Microsoft doesn't really do those kinds of deals with Sony. They don't have exclusive characters for Minecraft only on PlayStation. Minecraft has some exclusive stuff, yeah. Do they? Minecraft has... I don't know. Not characters, but Minecraft is exclusively 4K on PlayStation. And VR. Minecraft VR is on PlayStation? I thought so. Uh, I don't remember VR on PlayStation. Uh, PS. Yeah, Minecraft PS PlayStation VR launch trailer 2020. Mm. Well, I haven't seen it released yet. I don't know. As far as I know, it hasn't come out. It's a free but... update for the owners of the base game. Interesting. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, scratch what I said then. <laughs> but and going Mi- back Minecraft to Minecraft runs uh, 4K on PS4 Pro and PS5. But Xbox One does not support P- uh, 4K. So, mm. though I yeah, think I Minecraft of... RTX is only Xbox. I think. I think it is too. Because I also know Psychonauts 2 received a native Series X version too, but they never released a native PS5 version. So, um, but yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, Redfall, I, it, obviously, it's just one of the two games we know. We know Starfield is going to be on PlayStation. It's a no-brainer. Um, so, yeah, this, this kind of goes against what, 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 what Microsoft has been preaching, in my opinion. They went in and they canceled a multi-platform game to make it exclusive to, ex- to Xbox, which, I'm sorry to say... Like, it, it sucks for people, but I've said this since the day they bought Bethesda. If they're, if you're buying a studio for billions of dollars to not make games exclusively for your console, you're, you're really bad at your job. <laughs> because that's what you're supposed to be doing. And that's what they should be doing with Activision Blizzard. Um, it, it, Sony would do the same thing. If Sony went out and bought you know, Square Enix or Capcom 
I'm pretty sure the majority, I would say 90% of their games, they will force to be exclusive on their console. I was going to say, I wouldn't say all of Square Enix. If Sony bought Square, I don't think all of it would be exclusive. No, they, they won't be on Xbox. They'll probably no, be on but the they'll Switch. be on Switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll be on Switch. And PC. Switch, PC, and PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, a lot of PlayStation fans are clearly upset about this, especially now that the news of Redfall was in development on PS5. But these are also the same people who never gave a shit about Redfall until this news broke. They didn't care about Redfall. They, in fact, they talked crap about Redfall because it looked bad to them. Um, and now that they knew the PS5 version was coming out, all of a sudden they're pissed off about it. It's like, oh, look, they're taking games away. Um, so yeah, if people don't think Sony would do the same thing, given the opportunity, they're insane. Because that's exactly what Sony would do. That's exactly what Nintendo would do. <laughs> it is, so but this honest. thing, is this, this is not just in video games. This is all corporation. What is it? Music, movies, television, exactly. no matter. Everybody wants a piece of the pie. If I'm, if I'm able to acquire this and only have it on my console, I will take that in a heartbeat. I get all the revenue, all the profit for myself. Who wouldn't do that? I understand where Microsoft is coming from, but don't try to barter up the public and saying, oh, we're going to, in terms of, you know, make sure PlayStation get this cut and this, and you, you take it away from them. You take it away from PlayStation players. Just, just be honest. Uh, someone did this recently. Ah, oh, God, I can't remember. It was a game. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it was like last week. That there was a game where someone said, we don't have time to release it. We're going to push it. I can't remember what studio did that. I, I, I appreciate Damn, I, I had to look for that article. But I appreciate them doing that. Just come straight forward. We need time to delay this. Was a, to polish was it, to make it Gate. better. Baldur's Gate 3, was it? Was it? They said they, they can't get the co-op to run properly on the Series S, so they're delaying the Xbox version. Was it Baldur's Gate? I feel like it was something else. Maybe it was Baldur's Gate. But yeah, that's still a perfect example. Just be upfront. People might be upset, but at least you being honest, you won't have no backlash. You won't have no negative you know, reports about you saying this and this. It will make your company look stronger. Instead of, oh, promising things that you know you're not going to promise. Uh, Yoshi P said, also said the same thing about Fantasy 16. Like, they're working on the PC version, but they're finishing the PS5 version first. Um, yeah, it's not that it's not going to go to PC. It's just that they want to finish one version before they start working on the other because of how dependent it is on the PlayStation 5's hardware. So, yeah. Anyway, Redfall, we're not going to get it on PlayStation, which is not fine yet because I'm not excited. <laughs> Who knows? We might still get it if it's going to be like a what is it, Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo situation, where you never know. Microsoft might come out and say, "You know what? Let's give it to them two years later." I'm going <laughs> to say no. Probably not. Probably not. But. The possibilities. We never thought Cuphead was going to come to PlayStation, remember? Because that was an Xbox exclusive. And then two years later, it came to PlayStation. That is true. 
but I still say no. Yeah, probably not. I think it's going to depend on how well it does. Because it's obviously going to be dependent on its co-op. Even though it has a single player, it's obviously a co-op game. And if, if people are going to drop out of that game quickly, um, it might hurt it. They might look at doing something. Uh, but who cares if we don't get that game? Because Sony won Best uh, Publisher of 2022 for Metacritic. Go, go Sony, yes. Uh, Metacritic's numbers crunching found that Sony's release across the last year, which includes PS4, and PS5, and PC, averaged around 85.6. This includes such titles as Horizon Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7, God of War Ragnarok, The Last of Us Part 1, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, and the PC ports of God of War, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man Mars Morales. Uh, NBL sh The Show 2022 was the worst rated Sony game of all 2022 with 77. That's uh, still pretty good, even though, you know, it's the worst one. Uh, the, the, ten, the, the top 10 companies. Number 10, Devolver Digital. Number 9, Humble Games. Number 8, Annapurna Interactive. Number 7, Sega. Number 6, Capcom. Number 5, Take 2. Did they make a game? Anyway, number four, Focus <laughs> Entertainment. Number three, Activision Blizzard. Number two, Paradox Interactive. And number one, Nintendo. I mean, do <laughs> uh, we clearly know it's number one, Sony, because I said Sony was number one at the start of this talk. Um, Alfonso. The proof is there. Sony guy hits after hits. No other... With the, the year they have last year with Horizon, Grand Turismo, God of War, all the PC ports, it, it might as well be number one. Sad, you know. Asphalt talked all this crap, but you don't even hit them on the list. That's that's what just proves, like like Gary said, why why buy all these studios, all these developers, and you do nothing with them. You just sit there just to be petty, so people, so you only you can have them, and no one else can. Again, happy for Sony for the success they had for last year. Um, there was five ex Xbox exclusive titles in 2022. I had to, I had to Google them. I think that, was there more? Or was it just five? Let's have a look. Gary first while I look this up. Um, I'm confused by this. Uh <laughs> I, I understand Sony and stuff, but um, where the hell is Nintendo on that? <laughs> um, am I confused? Because Nintendo released what Bayonetta three, Kirby: The Forgotten Kingdom, Splatoon three, Xenoblade Chronicles three, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Mario Rabbids, Sparks. Yeah, and but Hope. He, did they publish those? They published all of them. They co-published Mario and Rabbids. <laughs> and obviously Scarlet and Violet. Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, I'm really confused why Nintendo's not on this list since they're constantly getting in the high 80s. But I don't know. Like To me, it seems more like a 
you have Sony there, which is, you know, they're they're almost always going to be on that list in the top 10 somewhere because they're always publishing a high quality number of games. But some of the other companies seems more like a quantity thing rather than a quality thing to me. Like you mentioned, Take Two Interactive. Like, what, what exactly did Take Two Interactive release last year? I honestly yeah, have no idea. <laughs> Outside of the, the the last Lego game, the Skywalker Saga, I don't think they released anything. <laughs> Unless I'm tripping out. Let's see. I mean, they made three billion. It says in 2022. Oh, I forget. They have the sports games. Ah. WWE 2K, NBA 2K. Um, they're still ranking in money from GTA Online. Okay. Yeah. Now, oh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Okay, never mind. I always forget exactly the studios that Take Two has. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of studios that they you don't know that they exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, never mind then. Forget that. Um, but yeah, uh, a, a good number of, of studios there. It's it's crazy to see some of the studios that are always up on that list. No longer there. There's no EA on that list anymore. Yeah. But you see a lot of studios that kind of um, deal more with indie games. You know, Anna Purina Interactive does a lot of indie stuff. Um, Paradox Interactive and Focus Home do a lot of double a games not necessarily triple a games so it's pretty cool to see some of those companies moving up on this list especially reaching the heights of number two and number four there but from um, this says paradox interactive it's the first time they they went on it last year um so look at that look at that turnaround from nothing to something you know sony was second uh, last year i don't know what last year's probably didn't uh, no, I think it was Microsoft, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, it was Microsoft. Because people were like, what the fuck did they release? <laughs> yeah. uh, I swear it was Microsoft last year. Uh, that's one of those stupid... Keep clicking to find out which one is the one that won. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Microsoft was number one. Sony was second and Humble Games was third. Um, so yeah, EA is, was ninth. Bethsidia was fifth. Nintendo was fourteenth that year. Insanity! I don't understand how that's happening. <laughs> uh, is there any way to find twenty? Can I find the summary table for twenty twenty three? If I switch two to three, oh here we go. Okay, Nintendo was twelfth this year. Wow. Uh, 78.6 it was their average huh. uh, they, had a, they had a total of 280 points uh, uh, EA is now 17th um, let's see where Square Enix is 26 um Um, <laughs> um, um, ah, oh, um, 
Microsoft isn't on here. <laughs> they didn't release anything. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the top 50, 45 companies. Uh, Microsoft isn't on here at all. So, um, um, well done, Ubisoft. You beat Microsoft. Number Ubisoft at 38 beat Microsoft. Um... <laughs> uh, so yeah, anyone wants to know, 11 is Red Art Games, 12 is Nintendo, Atsuki Games, and then EA is 17, uh, Bandai Namco is 24, Square Enix 26, um, Ubisoft is 38, and THQ Nordic, which is the, the, the company that just releases everything, is 37. They beat Ubisoft. Well done. And Microsoft doesn't exist. Release games, Microsoft, and you'll get to be on this list. Well, you, they're releasing two, 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 two games this year we know of, for Ooh. sure. Well, I say for sure, it's still question marks on Starfield. Um, even though it does have a release date. Um, we'll see if it, if it if it's forced to release in a bad state, which I'm pretty sure it will be, or if they'll delay it again to give it a little more time. Okay. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, we'll see. Um, Microsoft do better. Uh, for Gary, I, I saw this article earlier and I thought Gary would like this. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. Alfonso didn't give his. Oh, his Alfonso, sorry. I did. What's your? I thought I he did. did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. My yeah. bad. Yeah. What? Alfonso, thank you, Alfonso. Okay. For, for Gary still though, because. Gary, uh, action RPG based on Teenage Mutant Hero Tales, the last Ronin officially in development. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. The third person action RPG based on Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, the last Ronin 2020 graphic novel is currently in the works at an unnamed studio. Rosen told Polygon that the project will feature a more mature take on the popular series and one that will be authentic to the story of the last Ronin. Um, uh, the story takes place in future where only one of the tales has survived. So what's the point of that then? Anyway, um, I don't think it remains a mystery until the end of the comic. Gary. Look, yeah. Um, Last Ronin is good. If you haven't read it, go read it because it's mm-hmm. goddamn good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the mystery of, of uh, is actually pretty good. Uh, even though it is kind of more predictable of who it is. Um, but yeah, uh, takes place more in the future. Uh, the turtles are, are, are pretty much gone. Splinter is gone. Um, only one of them remains. It, it's fairly new. People think this is a very old comic. And even though the art style kind of gives that impression that it was done maybe like in the 90s. Um, it's actually new. I think it actually came out in 2019. 2020, as I said. 2020, yeah, there you go. Sorry, man. Um, it's good. And it's pretty cool that they're releasing the video game based on it. Um, people saying, you know, I think the news came out, as oh, God of War type of Ninja Turtles game. We'll see. Um, who's developing it is, is going to be interesting. Um, they chose not to disclose that information with this announcement. I don't know why. Um, we'll see. I, I, I'm, it, I'm excited. 
don't Paramount has something to do with it? Aren't they involved? Yeah, Paramount made the announcement. Which I'm but they don't have iffy their own games about because yet. they don't make games. Yeah. So they obviously partnered with somebody. So they used to have a game studio. That is true. <laughs> It'd be one of other game just so they can add turtles into Mortal Kombat again. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, keeping the, the developer hidden is a very interesting thing. Um, they, uh, I, I, uh, something tells me it's going to be Platinum Games as much as I don't want it to be Platinum Games. Um, yeah, I don't know. Why, why keep the developer a secret right now? Unless it's a big, big, big developer that doesn't want to be known yet. I don't know. Maybe they... Maybe they're afraid to announce it right away based off what happened with World War Z. Yes, even though they didn't, you know, they had Sab Saber Interactive did a spin-off from their movie, and that game wasn't that great. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're taking backlash from that, and they don't want to announce their developer right away. Who knows? Okay. Um, I think I asked Alfonso. Alfonso, I think you've said everything, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm for yeah. it. Like, um, we are. Well, I Gary. I'm pretty sure Gary knows what the turtle, who the turtle is, and they kind of hinted at it partly in that 2007 animated turtles movie when the turtles split and one of them went off on their own. Kind of hinted at it. But yeah, just to see it fully, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Um, Honkai Star Rail is a space fantasy RPG coming to PlayStation from the creators of Genshin Impact. I don't know why I thought this was already announced, but suppose it just got announced recently. Um, there's a beta coming up soon for PC and I think mobile, um, but it will also launch on PlayStation in the near future. Um, I know Gary is a fan of Genshin Impact. Thoughts on this? I'm stoked. I've been trying to get into the beta for a long time. This was announced a long time ago, but okay, no, it's recently been announced for PlayStation. They didn't know if a PlayStation version was coming. Um, super stoked about this. Futuristic, uh, in space turn-based rpg free to play um obviously is going to be you know a gotcha game where you know you you pull for new characters to join your crew and stuff but i also feel like it's going to be a little easier since it is turn-based uh than than say genshin even though in my opinion genshin is still the most accessible free-to-play game you can literally do everything that game has to offer with like the first characters that they give you for free in the game um so yes, I am super excited about this. Like I said, I've been trying to get into the beta for a long time. Um and if it's anything as vast and friendly as Genshin Impact is, they're gonna be ranking in even more money in now. <laughs> they're already making insane amounts of money on Genshin. Um this is gonna be great. And another what looks like great grab for Sony. Um 
if if this is going to be exclusive to to PlayStation as a console exclusive to them. We know Microsoft uh, already. We know that they were kind of. Um, how can I put this? They 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 said that they made a mistake not trying to get Genshin Impact on Xbox. They didn't think it was going to be popular enough. Um, well, clearly they didn't think Star Rail is going to be popular enough, and we'll see if it is. Uh, Alfonso, I'm looking forward to it as well. Like hearing about this announcement, Gary Ben, you should be happy. I finally did start Genshin. Don't get too yeah. happy because I only feel like 10 minutes of it. And <laughs> I never went back, but I will go back to it. But yeah, like Gary said, Genshin is very popular. It's very successful for all that it offers with it being free to play. If this new one can follow the same blueprints that Genshin does, that Genshin did, that it will, then yeah, millions for them. Millions and millions and millions for them. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to find some info on the Final Fantasy 16 PAX East thing, uh, but there is some Final Fantasy 14 stuff as well. Um, he's te- they, they, they teased the graphics upgrade that's coming. They also said they expect some influences from Final Fantasy 2, Final Fantasy 9, uh, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, but the remake stuff expect it by the end of the game's life cycle because he said that he wants to wait until all the remake parts are out first before they do anything with Final Fantasy 7 in Final Fantasy 14. And he also teased Final Fantasy 11 stuff, which was a big blow to Final Fantasy 11 fans after this week. Um, <laughs> um, he also wants to expand the housing limit in 7.x. And they also, halfway through the graphics update upgrade that they're working on, he's very excited about it. And the Hearts of Beat could return. So that could be a thing that could exist again at some point. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, during the end finale of the original expansion of Ram Reborn, the villain's like, and this is powered by the heart of Sabiq, and then it's never referenced ever again in anything ever. Nor was it referenced before that. It was just a sentence that they said that none of us know what it means, or what it is, or why it's there, or what it does, or how it's there, or who made it. Um... It's a, it's a thing that's existed for 10 years that nobody knows anything about. Um, even the character in the, in the cutscene is very confused at the thing he is talking about. So, yeah. Uh, Fantasy 14 stuff. I, I, I don't need to say Gary Alfonso because they're, like, they're pro- your response is probably okay. Yeah, happy for you, Ben, like always. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Gary, just, just because... Uh- yeah, no, it's it's great. I you know, I, I, I wish that I could still play that game. But even if I was still able to access my account, um, I just don't think I'd have the time. I really don't. For Final Fantasy fourteen and Genshin Impact. Ugh. I will say <laughs> plus all the other new stuff, uh, it's it's too much. I will say. Uh, next week will be Live Letter six point four. And in Live Letter six point four we'll be getting the details for yeah, patch 6.4. Well, it's not live letter 6.4. It's live letter some number that I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but anyway, w- w- there will be adding um, 
the trust system or duty support system to Stormblood. So in a few more months, you'll be able to play the entire game without playing with anyone. Nice. Well, I say a few months, in about six months, you'll be able to play the whole game without playing with anyone. So, because you'll be able to but, play from around Reborn to Endwalker with um, AI in dungeons. Nice. So. That's the only uh, thing I regret of my not being able to play Final Fantasy XIV now is not fighting my favorite villain of the franchise in Kefka. Ah, uh, it's such a good like, fight. I know. I have seen it, and I wish I could do it. Like I, I regret it so much because I love that character. You know how much I love Six. Um, it sucks. I'm all sad about it. So, Gary, have you seen the 16 stuff? Because I haven't seen much. Because I don't want to spoil too much. I saw the world trailer. Yeah, um, they, it, that was essentially what it was. They showed the world trailer, um, which looks stunning as hell. Like, I thought 16 looked good, but not to the same degree of like a Horizon, Forbidden West. Um, but after this trailer, it looks insanely good. Like the scene where he's standing over that waterfall, I was I thought that was literally a cutscene, but it was in game because as they were showing it, Yoshida took control of the characters that are running around in a circle doing stupid shit to show that it was in real time. It was insane. Um, but yeah, I guess the, the scenes look amazing as well. Sorry, Kyle. Yeah, no, I guess the big news uh, that, that that came out of it was uh, he talked about the performance modes that the game is going to have. Obviously, as most games now have two modes, the graphics and the performance or the frame rate one. Um, I believe he said that the graphics mode is going to target 30 frames a second uh, and run at a native 4K resolution, which is pretty fucking good. Um, the frame rate mode obviously is going to be 60 frames a second, but it's going to run... Uh, he didn't give a specific, but it's close to about uh, 1440p. Yeah, I think they've read that it would go between 12, 1200p and 1440p, depending on the action scenes. Mm -hmm. He also demonstrated why the game is only possible on the PS5. <laughs> I guess you can say uh, where he left the game and went back into the game using a save file, and it took three seconds to load into the whole game. Um which is pretty fucking good if if you have you know such a big open world game um that, that was kind of essentially all there there really was um there's that big interview that he had but he really didn't say too much from what i remember um, but he did demonstrate that everything that they're watching yeah it was in a trailer but that trailer was captured using you know the actual gameplay uh rather than um cutscenes so i am excited um uh alfonso unfortunately i didn't see it but um yeah ben you praise this game a lot yeah you praise this game a lot so i guess i am picking it up day one yay I I didn't pre-order it yet. Um, I'm, there's there's a lot of convincing I do with Shannon because of this baby on the way. So I can't say that I'm gonna get it day one, but I'm gonna try to get it day one. That, actually, that's what I should say. I'm gonna try to get it day one. 
it's a, for a game like this, I don't think you really need to get it. Like, I should say, I want to get it day one, but I don't think you... You know... I, I, don't, I don't think it's one of those games where you have to rush out and buy it because it's a yeah, it's a single-player RPG. And it's going to yeah. get a demo, so you might not even like it if you play the demo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah they, did, they did have uh, like a full um, combat breakdown video, I think it was, as well. And... It's very Devil May Cry 5. Obviously, because the same combat director that did work on Devil May Cry 5 is working on this game. Um, a lot of juggles, things like that. Um, it, a lot of people are excited. Some people aren't. The only thing I'm not excited about is the fact that I'm being judged during combat like I am with Devil May Cry 5. Um, it is going to have that system where, oh, depending on how well you did mixing up moves and stuff, it's going to give you a rating after every fight. Um, not the biggest fan of that stuff, but a lot of people enjoy it, so. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to bring up before we get to the Metacritic game? I think there was something I wanted to bring up, but now I forgot what it was. I lost it. Nah, I don't got nothing, so Gary's all you. Oh, man, thanks. <laughs> Um, uh, Fortnite, I guess we can bring this up. Fortnite is no longer oh, yeah. just a, a, a game anymore. It's a creation tool. <laughs> I brought that up myself. Uh, I think I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, Epic Games has opened the floodgates for Fortnite, and people can now go in and mod the shit out of it however the hell they want. Um, Fortnite Creative 2.0 is what it is called, and people have already created some insane shit in it. Uh, they've created their own um, Counter-Strike type game in it. Some people have gone in and created some sci-fi uh, single-player campaign shooter in it. It looks pretty good. I'm not going to lie. And from what I understand, it's, it's a lot more simpler to use than, than people think it is um go ahead but it's ben. also more complicated if you want to because you can go it actually has a coded language as well so it can be mm -hmm. simple or hard depending on how you want to look into it um i'm excited to see what people do with it and also remember that once you it's not like it's limited to pc only um although you can't make stuff on console anything you do make um is also playable on consoles Including Switch, which is impressive. It is impressive. Like, yeah, people yeah. have already gone in and added things that were removed from old maps, um, done whatever the hell they wanted to, to bring back what they enjoyed. I, I, some people even brought yeah. back the builder mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, good on Epic. Um, sucks for everybody else. I feel bad for Dreams because Dreams is such a great tool. But yeah. mm -hmm. for if Fortnite is so much easier for people to use, um, and on 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 um, multiple platforms versus streams that's just on PlayStation. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see if they let people eventually go in and sell their games. 
Um, have they said that yet? Yeah, and it's also profit. Oh, so they are letting people profit off of it. Yeah, uh, right, I remember how much it make, but there is a profit. Uh, there is a. Uh, let me. I'll double check it. But... Uh, forty percent profit split. That's pretty good. Um, I don't know how it sells it. Uh, I don't know how it makes money. It's based on engagement. Mm. So the more uh, people I'll... who play your shit, the more money you make. Yeah. Uh, player property items that attract new players and re-engage slaps players signal and experience for that Fortnite players love so a number of players joining and player retention items you keep people who keep going back to your island um, and then you get 40% of the profit I don't know of, of how you I don't know if you can sell stuff but yeah yeah hmm. interesting see how long that lasts something tells yeah. me I think I remember I mean, a very game tried to do this and it didn't really work out for them. <laughs> I mean, Fortnite's always paid creators anyway because you've got the support of creator code where if you put it on your account, anytime you purchase anything from Epic, a percentage of the money you spend goes towards that person. They've always had that in the past. So if you use like creator code Gary, if I go in and spend £100, you would get £5. So Epic's all, you can poop on Epic all the time with Fortnite, but they've been really good with uh, players. Yeah, that's for sure. And creators. Um, so I'm excited to see what people make. I'm expecting like yeah. a full-blown RPG at, uh, in the future. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, obviously, the problem is going to come when people start using licensing license stuff yeah yeah um I, i'm pretty sure people are going to try to go in and make you know an aliens game predator game whatever the hell um yeah obviously that's gonna I, cause, I, I, I think that's that's going to be the big problem for for epic is how they're going to regulate that because obviously that was a problem for little big planet that was a problem for dreams um how can like the, the regulating of that is is going to be a big problem because when you can make whatever the hell you want Sure, you can make, you know, your own, you know, Batman game if you want, as long as you're the only one playing it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I think, the, I think, I think the difference is, the difference is with um, Epic compared to Little Big Planet is, technically, you could make a Batman game, but not make Batman playable because the, the, the person in it is your character that you pick, right? You, the, yeah. the, they're not... Batman skins exist in the game, so as soon as, as long as you make it in the world world inspired by Batman, and then someone plays Batman skin, then technically it's a Batman game, but you didn't make it a Batman game. Yeah, I think I think you're okay as long as you're not making money off of it, and I think that's what the problem is going to be. If if, if you're automatically getting forty percent of somebody going into your world and playing it, you're making money off of it, right? Yeah, like. Even if Batman is just the skin, like if you go in and you know you're playing in Gotham City and you fight Priman instead of Clayface or something, people are still gonna know that it's yeah. supposed to be Clayface. 
you know? <laughs> or, so I use Fryman like an idiot. Uh, rubber man but, or anything that mold, mold man, mold face. But, but, <laughs> but, I'm trying to find something that, <laughs> you know, so two faces, double face, you know? Like people are going to know. No, and DC's going to know. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think that's where Epic is going to have a problem with. You know, obviously Batman is in the game. You know, they released his his character. You know, Goku, Vegeta, they're in the game. So people can go in and make a whole Dragon Ball Z game if they wanted to. And I think it'd be awesome if they can do that with, with these tools. You know, we can finally play a cool Dragon Ball game. Like the old school mods that they had for Counter-Strike. I don't know if you guys ever played those. Um, But... Talk about Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike 2.0 looks insane. Yeah, it really does. Good luck to everybody else. Sony should go license that game and not worry about <laughs> Call of Duty anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, licensing is going to be the problem here that I, I, I personally feel, um, especially if creators are automatically making money off of stuff. Um, we'll see. I know Sony didn't handle the Little Big Planet thing very well. Um, they had a hard time handling the dreams stuff as well. Um, but when Epic Games just releases something and it's just a wide open door for people to do whatever the hell they want and get paid for it, it's going to cause problems for a lot of third party companies. And seeing how Fortnite is literally the only game and Epic is the only company that's literally licensed everything you can possibly think of at this point into their game, you know, anime, comic books, whatever the hell you want, it's in there. You know, it's the closest thing we're going to get to Marvel versus DC in the, is this game right here. Um, I, I would imagine they wouldn't want to hurt that, that, those relationships that they've created to allow these, these things to happen. So, yeah. Nice. Gary, I mean, Alfonso. Not much to say. Like you, Ben, I'm just curious to see what people make. Um, people made some good stuff in Little Bit Planet. People made some amazing, incredible stuff in Dreams. But Fortnite, you have all these characters that we love from different universes and franchise. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just curious to see what people do with it. Because yeah, you know people are going to go in. They're going to recreate Halo in there. In mm-hmm, Fortnite. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know they're going to do it. I mean, someone it. already did... Um, <laughs> someone already recreated Call of Duty. Yeah, see, there you go. Like, it's just a matter of time until they start learning the tools and going away from shooters. And someone, you know someone's going to go in and recreate the original God of War in there. <laughs> with with the blades of chaos and Greek mythology, and you gotta wonder, you know, you know, we know Kratos is in the game. Um, you just have to wonder, like, will Sony act on that or be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not happening. Someone's gonna go and create an amazing Nintendo Mario game, and Nintendo's gonna be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> that ain't happening. So <laughs> it's just a matter of time until I think they're gonna start getting a. So some emails from companies <laughs> like, excuse me, this guy's making a God of War. Well, we kind of don't want that. 
it's ours. Well, yeah. Time to do the Metacritic game. Boop. I got very confused because I forgot Alfonso wasn't here at the end of the show. So I'm like, where's Alfonso scores? And then realized <laughs> <laughs> that is why. Um, so to cheer, to cheer, um, Gary, uh, Gary, you gave it 72. Alfonso, of course, nothing. I gave it 69 and Mike gave it 80. Well, hold on, hold on. I think Alfonso should still get a chance to put in a score right now. Okay, sure. That doesn't make sense. He could have looked at the, the review. He could go there now. But he did. It's Alfonso. He didn't look at a Final Fantasy trailer. <laughs> okay, Alfonso, your score. I'm going to trust Alfonso's not a cheater. <laughs> I'm going to go with 70. Well, now I'm going to have to try and work out. Uh, no, never mind. That's fine. Don't Mike cheat, wins. Alfonso. Anyway, Mike wins. Okay, The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2, Retribution, Gary, 76, me, 65, Mike, 83, Alfonso, what do you give it? I'm going with 70. Are you going with what? 70. Oh, okay. Gary, you win, because it got 77. <laughs> Attilia Riser Free, Alchemist of the End, The Secret Key. For some reason, I wrote Gary at the end of that. I don't know why. Uh, Gary, <laughs> 78. Me, 74. Uh, uh, Mike, 75. Alfonso? I'm going to go 77. Well, congratulations, Gary. You still win. Woohoo! <laughs> what was the score? What did you get? 83. Damn, it was only higher than I thought it was going to be. Wow. Good on the riser. Um, so... With that, and Resident Evil 4 didn't get reviews. In the Resident Evil 4 PS4 bonus, maybe it'll exist edition. Still only had one review. Um, Gary, 15. Alfonso, 6. Mike, 6. And me in last with 5. Uh, I could only find one game that comes out next week, and I even checked PS4 this time, Gary. Um, <laughs> one game that I think will get reviews, should we say. Um... Uh, there's a there's a couple after next week, maybe. Yeah, Mega Man will get reviews for certain. Minecraft Legends will. Mike, I don't know if they'll get reviews or not because it's no, that's the new one. Never. Yeah, they'll get reviews. Um, Mo Waifu H. That sounds amazing. Uh, but this week I feel like only one game might get reviews, and even that is a might be, and that's Meet Your Maker, Gary. Um, 67. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alfonso, I don't know what it is. <laughs> 64. I know, I know it's free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, oh, I know what it is now. Never mind. I want to change my score. Can I change no, my score? No, God damn it. <laughs> Fine, you can change your score after I give it 94. <laughs> oh, you, you, you're gonna win this one for sure, man. <laughs> Gary. Oh, I want to change it to 75. 
Okay. Just because I'm nice, I'll let you. Even though you're winning, I I, I will be nice and let you. Well, oh, thank you. Uh, there, there is another game that's most likely going to get a score, Ben. The MLB The Show 23. I didn't even see it on it's the Metacritic, if I'm honest. Yeah. It's releasing on one... Tuesday. Just give me one second. Um, I just want to... So I don't... Because the, 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 there's so many... The, 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 they're so big that I'm having to scroll up to remember whose column is who. So I'm just making a break so that I can... Remember who we are. Yeah, me or Maker isn't that an April PS Plus game? Yeah, it's an April PS Plus March. game. I don't know if that's going to get reviewed until it comes out on PS Plus. That's true. Well, um, it was one of the only games I could see coming. Uh, <laughs> coming, I coming soon. So. I think Metacritic is very good at updating their coming soon list. Uh, yeah, April fourth. So yeah, in two weeks. Oh well. Uh, oh, we can keep those scores for the, for the next one anyway. Yeah. Uh, I want to see if it's maybe it's under new releases. That's why. Uh, uh, the only other one I can think of will get scores is Citizen Sleeper. Oh yeah, MLB the show is under new releases, not coming soon. Mm. Okay. That and Citizen Sleeper, I think, are the only two that will get reviews. Okay. Anyway, meet your maker. LB, MLB the shows. Oops, I just screwed up. Uh, Alfonso first. I'm gonna go with eighty. Okay. Um, let's see what, 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 what am I going to get? 90. I'm giving it 90. It's going to be the showiest show game of all time. Gary. 72. Okay. Gary, shout outs, shout outs and how can they find you? Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Shout out to you guys, as always. Thanks for having me on. Shout out to Mike. Hope you'll be back next week. Um, shout out to all the listeners. Thank you for listening. Um, Alfonso. Shout out to you, Ben and Gary. Thank you for the kind words on Shannon's pregnancy. Um, shout out to all the listeners. You'll follow me on Twitter at alishan 7 uh shout out to all the listeners again congratulations to both alfonso and shannon on the on the baby um i hope thank i hope you, everything you. goes well and i wish you all the best and i hope you name it something cool um no matter what you name it i'm i'm, I'm sure we'll like it gary would like gary most of all but still <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh shout out to anyone who listens thank you all and uh, we'll be back. Oh, you can find me on Moogle Garden Ready on Twitch. Twitch.tv Moogle Garden Ready. You can find me on Twitter on MG underscore Chili. And uh, we'll be back next week with more video game news and anime podcast. Yay. Bye-bye. <laughs>